Welcome to the Petite Polymath. This is your host, Britt Stone, and today we're going to be talking about the book There, There by Tommy Orange. Hello, everyone. I think it's been a little bit since we um, have rendezvoused. Um, I had a bit of travel, and I actually had finished this book maybe a couple weeks ago. I'm in the middle of something else at the moment, or a couple of things at the moment, um, but I just either did not have the time to sit down or was in the right place to record, or honestly, I just didn't have the bandwidth. So here I am on a Friday evening because I'm super cool, and I decided I would go on and talk about this book. Uh, maybe also because I was just reminded about a plot point, which I won't give away, um, that has come up in more recent news, um, particularly on my Twitter feed. I don't watch the news because I don't have cable and I have an antenna, but I don't really watch the networks. Um, so my news is usually me checking like NPR, the DW, the German news, the BBC, PBS, and then just my Twitter feed. But I try to go to news sources and read online because I don't really watch a lot of stuff on my TV. At any rate, um, so that's why I was like, wait, I should really make my uh, episode of this podcast about there, there, because I'm going to forget key parts of this novel if I don't. So Tommy Orange, he is, this is his first book. He is uh, Cheyenne and Arapaho, I believe is how you describe it's how you pronounce, rather. Sorry, you all. I'm on call this week. My brain's a little mushy. Um, I believe that's how you pronounce um, that the name of his tribe. So he's Native American, and he writes a very beautiful book um, with kind of a, a host of characters. I think it's 12 individuals, all Native American of this descent, actually, Cheyenne and Arapaho. I hope I'm saying it correctly. Uh, and how they all converge eventually at a powwow, um, I think in Oakland, California. And he talks about, um, you know, each of these people, uh, various characters are either related to each other um, familially or like through school or friends. And then you kind of get the bigger picture of how they all come together at this powwow. Uh, it's done very well. I was afraid I was going to lose track of everyone, but actually, as you keep reading, things just kind of flesh out and make so much sense, and it's almost like a symphony. It was really, really well done. I was moved to tears, per usual, because, you know, I'm emotional, um, because I realized that I don't think I've ever read anything written by a Native American author. Definitely not contemporary fiction. And I'm going to just, you know, that's probably a personal problem. I should start, you know, start to seek this out more. Um, but uh, he talks a lot about the idea of, of the urban Indian. And actually, um, so I'm Christian, Anglican to be exact, and I have a small group uh, dinner every Wednesday night, which is great. Shout out to my peeps who I think listen to this podcast on occasion. And we always talk about life and the world and things we're reading and things we're watching and also just concepts of like race and culture and society and just this past week we were talking about this idea of nature uh, and whether man-made things can be considered natural for example a city you know a city has nature in it humans are in it 
and it's on the land, so shouldn't that therefore then still be considered natural to some degree, even though, I mean, you know, humans are putting their mark on it. And he, Tommy Orange, talks a lot about this too, this idea that um, Native Americans might have felt that they were being inauthentic to leave the reservation to come to cities. Uh, but actually, you know, the government pushed people off their land onto these arid reservations and then created cities in places on land that was not theirs to begin with. Uh, and then, you, you know, if someone decides to leave a reservation, I mean, this land is literally their land anyway. So they're never an interloper. They're never not authentic if they're on American soil. This is their home. Uh, and what it means to be a Native American and how that, once again, like any other, you know, ethnic minority, is not monolith. It can be lived out in, in a host of different ways. Um, Tommy does a really great job of um, kind of shining light on the idea of generational trauma and how trauma is passed down um, in families, sometimes or often, of course, without it being done explicitly, you know, um, that it's in our DNA. And we talk a lot about this when we talk about people who are descendants of people from the Holocaust who survived. Uh, this has come up with um, descendants of, of slaves in America, in the West Indies, South America. This idea that trauma actually impacts DNA and then that is passed down to future descendants. And that, uh, you know, there are these, these things we carry in our bodies that we aren't even um, aware of or, you know, had no agency in causing to be there. And then also the, I guess, the, the trauma we inflict on each other and these ideas of, you know, substance abuse and domestic violence and, the fact that these aren't uh, demons that are um, specific to a Native American struggle. Um, these are things that happen around the world in all ethnic groups um, because humans have a way of inflicting pain on themselves and on the people closest to them because that's something humans do. Uh, so I thought that it was... A fantastic book. Uh, the music sucker in me loved the fact that he referenced There There, which is the name of a Radiohead song from their album Hail to the Thief, which came out, oh boy, let's see if I can remember the exact year. I was in college, 2000 and maybe two? I know for sure that W was president because the thief was in reference to him, Tom York really thumbing his nose at America um, during that time. Maybe it was 2003. Might have been 2003. Um, at any rate, There There, one of my favorite songs. Highly recommend you listen to it. I was told that I should just make sure you all know how to get to my playlist that I've been curating, by the way. Um, they're a Spotify playlist, all of them, and they are... Uh, titled by the name of the book. Usually in the little liner notes of the podcast, there should be a link which you should be able to access, which will take you to the playlist. Please let me know if that's not happening. 
I'm going to make a playlist for this book, potentially, um, but I may not. I really haven't heard anyone say anything about what they think about the music, so if that's, you know, a waste of time for you all, I could make it just because I like it for myself. But let me know. So that's an aside. Um, I wanted to read something from there there, so let me take a break and find what I wanted to share with you. Okay, so I found it. Um, this is the beginning of a chapter about one of the characters we've heard before. Before you were born, you were a head and a tail in a milky pool, a swimmer. You were a race, a dying off, a breaking through, an arrival. Before you were born, you were an egg in your mom, who was an egg in her mom. Before you were born, you were the nested Russian grandmother doll of possibility in your mom's ovaries. You were two halves of a thousand different kinds of possibilities, a million heads or tails, flip shine on a spun coin. Before you were born, you were the idea to make it to California for gold or, or bust. You were white, you were brown, you were red, you were dust. You were hiding, you were seeking. Before you were born, you were chased, beaten, broken, trapped on a reservation in Oklahoma. Before you were born, you were an idea your mom got into her head in the 70s to hitchhike across the country and become a dancer in New York. You were on your way when she did not make it across the country, but sputtered and spiraled and wound up in Taos, New Mexico, at a peyote commune named Morningstar. Before you were born, you were your dad's decision to move away from the reservation, up to northern New Mexico, to learn about a Pueblo guy's fireplace. You were the light and the wet of your parents' eyes as they met across the fireplace in ceremony. Before you were born, your halves inside them moved to Oakland. Before you were born, before your body was much more than heart, spine, bone, brain, skin, blood, and vein, when you just started to build muscle with movement, before you showed, bulged in her belly, as her belly, before your dad's pride could belly swell from the side of you, your parents were in a room listening to the sound your heart made. And that is the sort of writing that is throughout this book. So I highly recommend checking out There There. Even Margaret Atwood via Twitter. I mean, who knew? Miss Atwood is active on the social media. She called it an astonishing literary debut. So I'm very excited to see what else Tommy Orange writes. Um, hopefully he will do some sort of book tour in the fall. I would love to hear him speak about his inspiration. At any rate, I'm going to take a quick break again so that uh, I can then tell you about what I'm enjoying this week. Can't go over this time. Okay, so things that are making me happy that I'm enjoying. Uh, I've been listening to a couple other podcasts, mainly because when I travel, that's usually when I catch up on things that um, I normally don't get to listen to. So uh, two podcasts I've been listening to more recently. Um, one of them is called Ologies. Uh, so if you're a nerd and you like to hear about obscure things, um, I highly recommend it. Um, I think Allie Ward is the name of the host. She's super nerdy and I commiserate with her. And as I'm saying this out loud, I'm hoping that I have not talked about this podcast before. In which case, if I did, humor me because apparently I'm getting old. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, 
the other podcast that I try to catch up on when I am uh, traveling is uh, called The Liturgist. So it is a podcast that is, um, I guess, kind of deconstructionist Christianity. So they talk about, you know, somewhat uh, controversial topics um, in, you know, the secular slash religious world, not to mention things like the Enneagram, which I doubt is controversial, but just super interesting. And uh, people have gotten really into more recently. Number one over here. So if you want to take a personality test, that's one worth taking. It's really fun. And then you can um, assess all of your friends and loved ones, figure out what number they are, and then anticipate how they react to things based on that number and how they react to you and how you interact with the rest of the world. It's a lot of fun to do. Uh, At any rate, I believe that's about all I've got this week. Um, The next thing I'll be sharing, if I finish it in time, will be Stay With Me by Ayabami Adebayo. Polymath is a podcast of Brit Stones. Hope you enjoyed. Listen next time.